Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Multiverse Fancast. I'm Ronnie, and with me is Paul. How are you doing today, Paul? I'm doing well. How are you, Ronnie? I'm doing well. Can't complain too much, but it doesn't matter because no one will listen anyway. We're talking about Spider-Man. Yeah, we are. Sorry, I'm excited. Are you? No. But you don't even like Spider-Man. Where my Spider-Man underwear? <laughs> yes, he is, folks. Yes, he is. You didn't tell me I had to be dressed for this. I thought it was a Zoom meeting. <laughs> Both. What? <laughs> We're in person and Zooming each other. So if you guys... I'm just kidding. Um, But yes, today we are going to be talking about Spider-Man. We're going to be focusing in on the first five films. I think you're going to need to be more specific than that. There's so many Spider-Man films. Yeah. Well, okay. Sorry. The Sam Raimi films and then the Amazing Spider-Man films. We'll be discussing. We'll be talking about our thoughts on each one. We'll be doing some rankings out of those five movies, our favorites, all the way down to our least favorite or one that we maybe just didn't like at all. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't even consider a favorite. Five bucks um, if you can guess what our least favorite Spider-Man movie is. Probably everyone's. Everybody's, <laughs> yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, so we're going to start off, we're going to go in chronological order. So we're going to start off with uh, Spider-Man. Came out in 2002, so a little bit before we started this podcast. Just a wee bit. Just a wee bit. Um, th- this is, you know... The quote unquote original, the story of Spider Man. This is the story of a girl <laughs> who got bit by a spider. Hey, bit by a spider. Ow, God. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. And this is the one with, you know, the guy that we haven't seen since this movie, you know, Green Goblin. Oh, yeah. We haven't seen him at all. Um, what are your thoughts about the original? So, did you ever see the first trailer that came out for Spider-Man? Yes. With uh, They do the bank robbery, and then, it, yeah. unfortunately, they had the Twin Towers in it, where yeah. the, the bank robbers escape in a helicopter, and it's all tied up in a... <laughs> in a it's such, it was such a great um, intro to the character, and um, yeah. this was also during a time where comic book movies still played it relatively safe. Yeah. Like, you know, X-Men had, was huge, and, you know, made it... You know, you can make a comic book movie, and it'd be successful, but... Um, this was the first time they went uh they went with the full colorful costume yeah. and you know Spider-Man's a hard character to translate on screen because you can't see the uh the emotion he expresses. Yeah. You know they they've done a lot of changes with that nowadays. You know you got Tom Holland whose eyes are uh mechanical okay. so it, it yeah so he can it shows it. Yeah. By the way, we are going to be doing an episode on Tom yes. Holland and the MCU and all that, but we figured that'd be its own episode cuz that's five movies by itself. Yes. You know that's all the all the Spider-Mans I'm I'm lost from home. I'm going home. Um, and <laughs> I then, might be home. And then the MCU movies that he cameos in or yes. has roles in. But um, you know, you you get this Peter Parker who the only problem I think I have with the original Spider-Man it, it's a little dated and cheesy. The fact that he was like 30 years old. That was what I was gonna say. Yeah, all the God, they are so old. Right? But um, you know, they, they they do Peter Parker very differently in all different interpretations of the yes. film. And uh, in this one, he's he's definitely much more the the quiet nerd. Yeah. He sits alone at lunch. Um, but uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy this movie. It still stands up as a superhero movie. I can, I can have it on in the background or, or watch it actively. Yeah. Um, there are some great scenes. The CGI sometimes is a little dated, but at the time it was oh yeah it was huge. Yeah, I mean you're talking 2002. You know, 18 years ago. Yeah, and this know. this movie also started a, a very big trend of uh, Spider-Man not wearing his mask too often. Yeah. How does everybody not know? <laughs> but uh, just like, I'll get, do you want to give a little brief synopsis of the plot? I can, I can do that if you'd like. 
All you, sir. You got this. So it follows uh, Peter Parker, played by Tobey Maguire and Orphan High School. Tobey Maguire. Oh. He's one of those actors that pops up randomly. Yeah. He doesn't do much nowadays. Uh, an orphan high schooler who pines after popular girl next door, Mary Jane Watson, played by Kirsten, Kirsten, Karina, Kirsten, Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> well, in a science class field trip, Peter is bitten by a genetically engineered super spider. As a result, Peter gains superhuman abilities, including increased strength, speed, and the abilities to scale walls and generate organic webbing. That was another one that we'll talk yeah. about. We'll talk about that in a second. After his beloved Uncle Ben is murdered, which we'll never see again, the teenager <laughs> realizes that he must use his newfound abilities to protect New York City. Meanwhile, wealthy industrialist Norman Osborne, the father of Peter's best friend Harry Osborne, subjects himself to an experimental performance-enhancing serum, which creates a psychotic and murderous split personality. Donning a military Roid Rage. <laughs> Roid Rage. <laughs> Donning a military battlesuit, Norman becomes a freakish green goblin who begins to terrorize the city. Peter, Spider-Man, must now do battle with the goblin, all while trying to express his true feelings for Mary Jane. Woo! End scene. Great job. All right. And next movie. That's the whole movie. <laughs> That's the whole thing, guys. So let's talk. Uh, you want to talk Tobey Maguire first? Let's, yeah. Um, Tobey Maguire. If he was, you know, 15 years younger. <laughs> He would have been a good casting for this. He's still a good casting. He, he, he is. Before everybody no, no. gets all up in arms. Yeah, no, no. He, he is a good casting. Um, played the role well. You know, again. He, he had the physicality of yes. it. He looked like Peter Parker would. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I always... He doesn't have muscles. He's just a skinny, scrawny dude. But then when, when he gets bitten by the spider, he, he gets pretty jacked. Yeah. Like, it, it, but not in like an obvious way. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man is not one of those characters in the comics that's always like overly muscular. muscular. You know, he's not a Thor or Captain America. Yeah. He's, he's always been very, very lean. Yes. Um, so he, he has uh, the Mary Jane crush that carries throughout the entire series. Did the... What did uh. you? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Let's talk about Mary Jane, played by Kirsten Dunst, who I'm a I'm a fan of. Like, don't oh, get me yeah, wrong, yeah. I like Kirsten Dunst. I think she does good work. Um, she's been quite another actress that's been quiet yeah. lately. I think James Franco is really the only one you constantly see working yes. still. But um, Mary Jane is literally just there's a phrase for it. It's something like a, a Mary Sue, where she's yeah. always in trouble, yes. always in danger, always has to be the saved. damsel in distress. Yeah, God, like. It's, and not like not like Lois Lane. Lois no, no. Lane gets herself into trouble. Yes. Trying to do her reporter thing. Like trying to expose yeah. the truth. Mary Jane just... Peter has a crush on her. And Yeah. And it's... That's like all it is. Yeah. Every, every movie is just, I have to save Mary Jane. It's not, oh, I have to save the city. It's yeah. Mary Jane's in trouble. Let me go save Mary Jane <laughs> instead of the city. You know, it's funny. If you take a drink every time he yells, Mary Jane! Oh, you'd be done within the first oh, yeah. two hours. For the first, at least if you're watching the first them all movie. back. No, if you're yeah. all watching, if you're watching all three back to back, you're done. Yeah, <laughs> we also got Harry Osborn played by James Franco, another one of the the actors that returns for all three of these movies. Yes. Uh, probably the biggest character progression in, in oh yeah in the series. Uh, say what you will about him at the end and and how they kind of treat him as the new goblin. He should have yeah. been the main antagonist. Yeah. Um, and it would have been when we get to Spider Man three, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But it would have been great if he. Uh, if he became, instead of the new Goblin, because in the comics he does become the second Green Goblin, yeah, it would have been great if he just tormented Peter the whole time and Peter had no clue who it was. Yeah. Like, that would have been much better, oh, in, yeah. my, in my very humble opinion. <laughs> but uh, we had Willem Dafoe as Norman Osborn. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he was great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he plays, It's he's hammy. Yeah. He chews the scenery a little bit, but he just, he, he makes it work, and he's, he's really good. Um, what are some standout scenes for you in that movie? I do love the scene 
of when when he first turns into I guess the Green Goblin, you would say. You know, when he's in the little chamber. Oh, the lab, yeah. Yeah. Another guy who, not, not in bad shape. Good yeah. For, good for you. You know, for him being, I don't know how old he was at the time. but Seven. Yeah, right? Um, I, I do like that scene. Mm-hmm. That That's probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Yeah. Um, um, I like the, the high school fight where Peter's like, my only, my only gripe about it is you see later that Peter can hold a cable car with one hand. Yeah. He punches Flash hard. He should have killed him. Oh, yeah. In the comics, Spider-Man is... He, he's not considered one of the strongest heroes, but he's, he's very strong. Yeah, like for he, his size. I think, yeah. he, I think he can lift about 10 tons. Yeah. So when he fights somebody, he has to actively hold back his strength. One of my favorite scenes, and when we get to Amazing Spider-Man 2, is when he first gets his powers, and he's breaking everything. Yeah. Like, if suddenly you woke up and your strength was even twice as much as it is, like... <laughs> you'd, you'd break a lot of things. You'd, oh, rip, yeah. you'd rip your shoelaces, like yeah. all sorts of things, you know, things that you're used to doing. Um, and this was kind of more just like, I have these powers, yeah. and he already knew how to use them. Oh, yeah, he no problems. Yeah. But um, the jumping scene is always really cool. Too. I like when heroes discover their powers, you know, yeah. he's climbing the walls with the little... This movie was yeah. gross. Yeah. Yeah, like he's got the little spider things on his fingers. Yeah. I don't know how they go through his spider gloves, but... Um, in the comics, any part of him can stick to something. Yeah. It's some sort of magnetic attraction I think they usually go with. Um, in this, it looks like it's just on his fingertips. Yeah. Which is, that's that's hard work. You got you to gotta carry yourself. Yeah, right? Like, how are you supposed to, like, I feel like you can't really climb because you got to use your whole when, hand. Yeah, when you watch him climb, it's just his fingertips. Yeah. Just the tips. Family friendly. Oops. <laughs> but um, also, oh. the, the organic webbing is, is so gross, too. Like, ugh. Yeah, it's something, uh, in the comics, he has web shooters. Yeah. And the Amazing Spider-Man on, they they adapted that. Yes. Um, especially in the MCU, it just makes sense. Yeah. But, um, you know, they they didn't want, they, they wanted for some reason a sense of realism. They're like, how could this kid create something like this? I'm like, he's jumping from building to building. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> you, you need this <laughs> we, we can believe him climbing buildings, jumping from building to building, but we can't believe Nor- that he Norman Osborn has a battle suit and a glider. Yeah, right? <laughs> but, um... I think that otherwise the powers that they they do well the spider senses spidey sense yeah it's it's exactly what it is in the comics it can sometimes be the most powerful thing like way too powerful yeah um, there are some instances of where it doesn't work effectively yeah like when Harry grabs him in the third movie like while he's riding his little moped I was like is your spider sense broken or Peter Tingle <laughs> yeah yeah does it only work when you're Spider Man sometimes <laughs> I gotta put my mask on hold on but um. You know, otherwise the movie does what it's supposed to do. The Green Goblin looks okay-ish, Power, very Power Rangers. Yeah, but uh, we oh character we forgot to mention J.K. Simmons. Yeah, as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, arguably the best interpretation. Yes. Yeah. He, he is the spotlight. He any any scene he's in is just great. Oh yeah. Um, his interactions with Peter, his interact. I wanted to see more of him with Spider-Man. Yeah. Because you only get the one scene um, when Green Goblin breaks in mm-hmm. and J. Jonah Jameson's stunt double gets knocked over. It's it's so bad because like the shot is like a, a full office yeah. shot and you just see the back explode and it's J.K. Simmons' stunt double. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but And then you get to see a little bit of his character. He's like, well, yeah. where's the guy who takes the pictures of Spider-Man? He's like, I don't know. Yeah. Stuff comes in the mail. <laughs> I was like, okay. I respect J. Jonah yeah. Jameson. Um, there have been a lot of different interpretations of him. Like in the comics sometimes. I think in uh, the Spider-Man animated show, he was really good and a recurring character. But uh, yeah. 
he doesn't trust people in masks because I think something about a crime or a gang yeah. related thing. But um, obviously quintessential. And when we talk about Far From Home, we'll talk about that. Yes. And we'll talk a little bit about it uh, with crossovers at the end of the episode. Yeah. And the future of Spider-Man. Because there is a reason we're going over. Yes, there is a reason. Older Spider-Mans. And yeah. when we get to the end, you'll, we'll tie it all together. Yeah. So what would you give the original Spider-Man as a Star City rating? Ooh. I know. Um, it's tough, right? Maybe a three? A three. So above average. Above average. Three, three, five, maybe. I, I would give it a solid three, five. Yeah. Um, it it does exactly like it's with without Spider-Man, I don't think the 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 superhero universe or of movies would be where would, it is now. Yeah. Like it is just, it's just so good. Yeah. Like it's and it's so uh, simple and straightforward. Yes. Um, it follows the it follows the comics beat for beat, and um, you know. Cliff Robinson plays Uncle Ben, and he's great. Mm-hmm. We see him a few more times. Uh, Rosemary Harris <laughs> plays Aunt May. Um, again, another character we see throughout the series, and she's just... she's and in more, the current series. No, Rosemary Harris isn't in the current season. Well, I've been Aunt May. Oh, yeah, Aunt May. But no, she's <laughs> just May and... Uh, oh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> wow, she looks great. Yeah, right? Marissa Tomei. <laughs> but, um, you know, she's just there to offer words of encouragement. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Ben's there to die, basically. And just like Martha. Why would you say that name? <laughs> but um any any other standout scenes? I love all the fight scenes are really well done. Yeah. Um n- not really. Yeah. I, I can't think of too many. Um that we got the iconic uh sw- uh upside down kiss. Yeah. Which if you read the when they talk about shooting that, they hated it. It yeah. was horrible. Like you could see Toby McGuire's blood, like veins and his yeah. neck's all red because all the blood's rushing to his head and then it cuts camera angles yeah and he's he looks fine <laughs> poor guy and like it's all raining and yeah and kirsten dunce isn't wearing a bra for some strange reason <laughs> you see a lot you do it is it is not not obvious yeah but <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with a, a 3.5 i think all right for, the, yeah. for this film it's like i said it's it is exactly it, what, what it should you, be yeah all right um up next there's spider-man 2 came out in 2004 so two years after oh maybe junior junior in high school i was wow wow you're old i know right <laughs> not as old um, as toby mcguire in this movie not <laughs> true um so this is the one that we get introduced to doc ock yes and um so this takes place two years after the events of the first film um and says here, Peter struggles to balance his superhero and private lives and still pines after Mary Jane Watson, who is now engaged. Wah, wah, wah. Harry Osborn continues to believe Spider-Man is responsible for his father, Norman Osborn's death. Spider-Man contends with scientist Otto Octavius, a.k.a. Dr. Octopus, who has four mechanical tentacles fused to his spine and sets out to recreate a fusion-based experiment that could destroy much of New York City. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Original thoughts. Original thoughts? Like yeah. when I first saw it? Yeah. This is considered to be the best, one of the, if not the best Spider-Man movies. Yes. Um, I, I remember when I first saw it, I was like, wow, this is a great movie. And then over the years, I've kind of looked back on it and I don't, me personally, I don't think it's the best Spider-Man movie. I still think it's very good. Yeah. My, my problem with, you know, my problem with the movie is I, I want to see Spider-Man in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see Peter Parker not being Spider-Man. But at the yeah. same time, that's why Peter Parker is one of the most relatable characters. 
because he does go through normal human problems. Marvel was yeah. always uh, ahead of the the game with that stuff. Yeah, like DC characters when they first came out, they were gods. Yes. They had no problems. <laughs> But uh, Marvel, especially with characters like Spider-Man and the X-Men, they had regular, everyday yeah. problems. Spider-Man's more relatable to yeah. us humans, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the readers, you know, yeah. the people who, if we had superpowers, what would our life really be like? It wouldn't be all the glitz and glamour. It'd yeah. be, well, how do I get to college? Well, at the same time, doing, you know, saving people from a lot of accidents in New York City. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fires and stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, I don't know how that place is still standing so let, let's talk about peter first kind of where he is because yeah. there, there's character progression he's he's in college yep he's not living with harry anymore um has his little ramshackle apartment with <laughs> mr dickovich yep. and his daughter who's totally in love with him um he's he's struggling financially yeah. emotionally he has no friends no he has mary jane and harry um, and Mary Jane, he wishes, was more than a friend. And Harry, he's avoiding. Yep. It's like the first line Harry says to him, that he goes to Aunt May's for his birthday, and he's like, where have you been, pal? You haven't returned my calls. Yeah. And, you know, it's because of Harry believes that Spider-Man killed his dad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> damn. Did you not know who your daddy was? Too, ba- too bad <laughs> the butler didn't just jump in now. Yeah. Waits till the next movie. <laughs> you couldn't have told me earlier? Yeah, right. I lost half my face. <laughs> but um, You made me go through a whole two-hour movie. So the the movie progresses with Spider Man, and again, this this does lead into an issue for me with with Peter giving up being Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So and then it isn't until Mary Jane gets kidnapped that he's like, "No, my powers work just fine." Yeah, I had no problem with him. You know, psychologically, his powers are on the fritz. He's he, those are some of the greatest scenes. You know, yeah, you don't expect it too. Like he's swinging, and then suddenly it's like, "Oh yeah. God, oh God." Um, but it's not until Mary Jane like people died yeah like there is the scene of him with the fire and he goes to take off his you know yeah his, and he goes in he still goes in i respect yes. that but the, my my only real gripe with that is it wasn't until mary jane was in danger not he's gonna destroy the city yeah right again it's always about mary jane it's never about saving other people or defeating the bad guy it's always just I need to save Mary the Jane. The power of of the male sex drive. <laughs> yeah, seriously though. But uh, all right, let's talk about Mary Jane then. So in this, she's she's acting. She's on Broadway now. She's yep. a little bit more successful, and she's dating John Jameson, the yes. son of J. Jonah Jameson, famous astronaut. Yeah. Um, he's just in the movie. Yeah. He's just there, to, there to move the him. plot flow yeah. uh, forward. Um, Mary Jane is is dating him. He proposes. She accepts it, and then and that's when Peter's like, well. I love you. Yeah. We we can get started. She's Big like baby. Yeah, I know. He finally makes it to her play once. Yeah. Harry's been there six times. <laughs> but um, you know, so he's just he's really just a plot piece. They don't yeah. they don't give him much to do. Um he reminds me of uh James Marsden's character in uh Superman Returns. Yep. Yeah, Lois is Boo. Boo. <laughs> but, boo thang. Uh, at least he did things though. Oh yeah. Like the, John does nothing. No. He's just there to be a name, basically, and a face. Yeah, he's and he's a very famous character from yeah. the comics. A very like he's he's had superpowers in the comics, like everybody else. But um, yeah, and they even mention he gets a brief mention in uh, Venom also. In yeah, the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But um, and then Mary Jane finds out who Peter is, and she's like, "I accept you to be Spider-Man and Peter Parker." Like, yeah, yeah, you should. <laughs> so selfish. Yeah, right. Yeah, but and they what, get. Did you think to- I was doing this just for you? Yeah. <laughs> then they get together at the end but like it, I like that moment of realization when she realizes who he is yeah again because this Spider-Man takes off his mask a lot 
heart. Yeah. 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 Because she's, she's got that big crush on Spider-Man. In the first movie, yeah. Oh, God. It's it's, <laughs> it's a little cringy. Yeah. The, the cringiest scene in the first Spider-Man movie is when he's in the hospital with her and he's like, you know, I talked to Spider-Man about you. I'm like, oh, yeah. God. Like, watching it now, I'm like, this is rough. This is mm-hmm. hard to watch. A little um, desperate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I said that you feel like you're alive and floating at the time. Like, and she's like, you said all that? I'm like, what? Who says that what? stuff? That sounds like a lie a teenage boy would tell a girl to get her to send, like, a picture. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, you know, I talked to some people about you. No worries. Yeah, right? It's a oh, Dean Winchester my line. <laughs> so my, oh, uh, my agent says we're good. Yeah. But um, then we get Harry Osborn, who, again, I still say has the best character kind of growth. You know, yeah. you see him, he's trying to live up to his father's uh, legacy by hiring Otto to create this fusion reaction mm-hmm. that, uh, like, basically free energy and yeah. ex- never-ending energy. And unfortunately, it goes belly up. Mm-hmm. He loses. He, he says that he's ruined and he's lost everything, but, like... Oscorp has done like other is doing other things. Yeah, like I'm sure he's got another source of revenue. <laughs> Still living in that beautiful penthouse apartment. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's destroyed, but life's hard. Oh yeah, but um, what I would give. you see him? One, I love the scene where he gets drunk and he finally confronts Peter. Yeah, I, I think that's a it's a very emotional, powerful scene. Yes. Um, and then at the end, obviously, he not only he hires Otto to to get uh, Spider Man. And tells him to use Peter to do it. But he also does say, don't hurt Peter. Like, yeah. And then so Otto throws a car at him. <laughs> we'll get there too. But um, he, he knew he was Spider-Man. Yeah, right. No, the scene where he unmasks him is like, is so good. Yeah. And like you see his genuine like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, and it, like I can see him being like, no, Otto just put him in this costume and he's just messing with me so I can give him the trivia. But then he like rips the barbed wire off. Yeah. In all honesty, Peter just needed to be like, uh, Otto knocked me out and put me in a Spider-Man costume. Help? Yeah. No. No, no. I can't do that. Peter, That's too much Mary Jane's in Mary Jane's in trouble, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, Mary Jane knows I'm this, so yeah. I gotta stay like this. I gotta stay like this. <laughs> it's the only way I can get her. Yeah. She only likes Spider-Man and Peter Parker. We gotta put <laughs> it together. But, um, and then he, there's a great scene of him, you don't know if it's a hallucination, if Norman's actually still alive and messing with Harry, because yeah. in the comics that happened, he got stabbed by the glider and eventually came back because mm-hmm. of uh, the, the serum he used. Yeah. But um, he's talking to him through the mirror, throws a knife through the mirror, and he finds all of his dad's goblin equipment, yeah. which is, uh, again, another great scene. It's a great shot where it pans out, and you yes. just see the goblin mask looking at the camera. Um, let's talk about Otto Octavius. Consider, considered such a great character in the yep. comics great portrayal by Alfred Molina I, th- yes. I think he does great they do a very good job of uh, they do a great job of um, characterizing his relationship with Spider-Man yeah like they, they're they're almost like legitimate friends yeah you know he's just there to interview him on, at Harry's request yeah but um, you also get Doc Connors who's they tried so hard to set him up for the lizard yeah but um, his wife dies in the course of the explosion yep. The, the harness that he created gets fused to his spine. And in this, they do it a little bit differently. In the comics, there's this, it's very similar. It's usually an explosion, fuses it to yeah. his spine, and he just goes crazy from it. Yeah. Like anybody who might get a traumatizing, life-changing, <laughs> physical no, deformity. Not at all. Um, but this one, the, the tentacles have an AI attached to them, and the AI is kind of what starts corrupting his brain. Again, I don't have a problem with it. Um, I'm not a big fan of the, the, the villain redemption arcs. Yeah. 
Um, they they do it heavily in the next movie, but um, <laughs> I uh, I when he like I think it would have been better if Spider Man outsmarted him. Yeah, and because Doc Ock's a bad guy, I don't want a bad guy yeah, as, as he, the he hero. Yeah, he didn't seem too much as a bad guy in this yeah, movie. He was just trying to do his science. Yeah, yeah, he robbed some banks, but he didn't kill anyone. Yeah, right. Mm, question mark. He didn't kill anyone. He didn't. He tried. He tried to kill a few people, though. He tried, but he didn't. Threw, threw people out of the train. But threw that car through the coffee shop. Somebody died in that. You know. Somebody. No. You don't kill anyone in Marvel. Oh yeah, Marvel. <laughs> Not until Civil War do they point it out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so that's the cast. You know, there. You know, Rosemary Harris comes back as Aunt May. She's moving out of the house because she has no money. Yeah. And I mean, really, that's it. Cast wise, uh, standout scenes. Oh man. Um. To be any any interaction with Doc Ock and Spider Man. Yeah, they had some great scenes together. You know, I I think you, you can pick any of those, and I and they all stand out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have like one specific all that, and then you know the scene with Harry looking into the mirror. Yeah, with know, with Norman. You know that that's another one. Um, that that really stands out, and I think those. I think that might be the best scene possibly in all the movies. Yeah. The mirror scene. I, I would say that the standout scene for me, it, this one's obvious, it's the, the train fight. That yeah. train, that subway fight is fantastic. Yes. Um, they, they do a really great job. Uh, Choreography-wise, um, you can definitely tell the splits between Spider-Man in costume and Spider-Man in person. The, the costume that they do with the CGI is brighter. The blue yeah. especially is much brighter. The costume on the practical person, it's much darker. So that that's how you can tell the transitions. Yeah. I don't know if that was just an oversight or if they did it specifically so they could differentiate while editing. Yeah. Whatever. Some great you know, one oh, of yeah. my one of my favorite Spider Man shots is when Doc Ock throws him and he's like, Oh no, and then he whips hard yeah. and goes right through the tunnel and then comes back out and starts fighting again. Just a really cool shot and such a Spider Man shot. But um yeah, I think really the the I, again this movie is a much more emotional movie. Yeah. Even even like the last fight scene doesn't really stand out to me. It's that train fight. Yeah. And then you know you get a couple like uh, when he's trying to get to the uh, the play. Oh yeah. Um, and his moped gets run over <laughs> again. They do another shot where the the truck's passing by and he goes between the cab and the uh, the container. Yeah. I'm like that's awesome. You know what I'm confused about? What's that? Why did he spend money on a moped when he could just swing everywhere? Yeah, no, right. He's well because he gotta make it he's gotta make it uh, less conspicuous, I guess. <laughs> but um, I I'm more curious about how he figured out he could do those web balls. Yeah. Imagine just being at home with spider powers, just like playing with your web, playing with playing with your webs. <laughs> I swear to God, this never happens. Uh, but uh, all right, let's all let's right. do a Star City rating before we get to. All right, we'll have you go first with this one. I. I will give this one a four. Yeah, this this is it's a perfect blends. They because you get all the you get all the stuff out of the way. That's the problem with origin movies. You have to get the stuff out of the way. Yeah. Um, sometimes it works where they don't, like the first Batman movie or even uh, Spider Man Homecoming. Like they, granted, Spider Man Homecoming, it's his second appearance. Yeah. So they kind of get rid of all the, all the all the excess. Yeah. And plus, we know. Like, people know the story. Oh, we yeah. know Superman was sent from Krypton before it exploded. Yeah. We know Batman's parents got shot in an alley. Yeah. Like, people know. They know Spider-Man. They know Uncle Ben. It's, yeah. it's pretty common nowadays. So, we don't need... To, that's why the MCU hasn't even mentioned... They mentioned 
barely passing Uncle Ben once, yeah. and Peter has his his suitcase. Yes, that's it. That's it. Um, I, I have to agree. I, I'm going to give this one a four as well. Um, obviously, better movie than the first one, which was good. You know, you always like your sequels to be better, bigger, or, and better, or as big and good as the first one. You know, very well articulated. Thank you. <laughs> I almost said almost as big and better, but you can't do that. It can't be big um, and better. <laughs> um, but yeah. This was good. I think out of the five movies we're talking about, Doc Ock is probably the best villain, mm-hmm. even though he technically wasn't truly a villain in this movie. Yeah, um, that they that they portrayed mm-hmm. in here. Um, and then again, just the uh, Harry Osborn character arc, you know, hits its high point and its turning point in this movie. I, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Yep. So we we both give this a four. Um, moving on, then we will be having Spider-Man three. I'll do the. You want me to do the description for this one? Are you just gonna say one word? Bad. No, it's just a picture of a trash can on fire. So what uh. thing? That's what the actual <laughs> description. No. So, oh god, this is gonna be rough. Actually, no. I have a lot of thoughts on this movie. Yeah, so this, this one's gonna take. About 30 minutes of the time. Oh, God, this is going to be the, the bulk <laughs> of it. Spider-Man 3 picks up one year after the events of the second film. Peter is still seeing Mary Jane Watson while Harry Osborn succeeds his father as the new Green Goblin. Eddie Brock, played by Tover Grace, who, like Peter, is a photographer for the Daily Bugle, sets out to defame Spider-Man and incriminate him. Flint Marco, Thomas Hayden Church, an escaped convict, falls into a particle accelerator and becomes a shape-shifting sand monster, later known as Sandman. Peter learns that Marco is the one that killed Uncle Ben, causing Peter's own dark intentions to grow. The vendetta is enhanced by the appearance of the mysterious black alien symbiotic substance that bonds to Peter, resulting in the formation of a new black costume. Once Peter separates himself from the alien, it finds a new host in the form of Barack, resulting in the creation of Venom. I just just threw up a little. Yeah, our first introduction to Venom. And boy, did they do a terrible job! This movie had so much potential, right? When 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 you first heard about this movie, and you heard Venom, you were psyched, and then you saw it, and you were like, "I never want to see Venom again." So the the first (laughs) the first shot of this movie, or the first promotional image, was him in the black suit in the rain on the church tower, and you you see it in the movie where it pans around to him, and I. I tend to be a comic purist. I like certain things should not be changed in comics. Yeah. If you want to take some liberties, cool. I understand, especially translating film to oh, yeah. uh, comic to film. It doesn't always work well. Yeah. But I was not like the Spider-Man black costume is <laughs> is it's okay for the for the sake of the movie, but it's not like it is in the in the comics. It's just plain black with yeah. a giant white spider. Visually, it's beautiful, and the yes. and the white eyes. Visually, it's fantastic. It's in its simplicity. Yeah. Um, so did you ever see the show The Spectacular Spider-Man? No. So The Spectacular Spider-Man was a two-season show, and the only reason it got canceled is because of rights with Sony and Marvel, which because that's how it always goes. But in this, Good job, Sony, the, and the, even the Spider-Man show in the '90s, it was a it was a couple of episodes yeah. where they dealt with this. This isn't a, a one movie thing. The suit, Venom is his own movie yes. against Spider-Man, Sandman. Not uh. so much. They they had to add this convoluted. He killed Uncle Ben, and then yeah. you find out by accident. Or Harry. These are all... Like, Harry and Venom are, are their own movies. Yeah. And then Sandman could just be a threat throughout that yes. he's dealing with. So, in Spectacular Spider-Man especially, the suit starts off 
as a black version of his regular spider suit, like in this movie. Yeah. And then as it starts to really get into his head, it starts changing and changing, and finally to the full black with the white, and it looks great. Yeah. Um, the animated show did it too, and just it, it's one of the most. See, for those of you guys who don't know the backstory, Sam Raimi didn't want Venom. He no. wanted to just do Sandman and, and New Goblin. The two of them, that would have been a fine combination. Oh, yeah. it, it could have worked, especially if Harry played more the, I'm going to be behind the scenes just messing with Peter. Yeah. And then at the end, be like, I'm the new Green Goblin. Yes. I've been doing all this to you. That would have been fine. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, Harry's not that smart. He does manage to yeah. get a, some plot moments in here, but um, let, let's we'll keep talking about Peter in the black suit, though, first, before because <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be all over for this one. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. So, I'll, I'll keep him on track. Don't you worry. We we got we got emo Peter. Well, yeah, because he's going in a black suit. Let, let's start though with the with the good. When the suit first there was attacked, good? there there are you know <laughs> there there are some good scenes in this movie. No, no, I, I, are, I will yes. I will be the first one to say it. But um, so you get Peter. He he's living his best life. Like he's the happiest guy. It's been a year. He's dating Mary Jane. Um, Finally, you know he's doing well in school. Gwen Stacy's in this movie again, just as a just to just to make things Mention. worse. Yeah, yeah. But, um, so he's living his best life. This alien symbiote attaches to him. At the same time, he finds out that Flint Marco was actually the guy who killed Uncle Ben. So the combination of those two things, and also he starts having trouble with Mary Jane because she's, she's just the worst in this movie. She, she is just <sighs> terrible. Um, he wants to propose. Like, yeah. she, she's just the worst kind of person. Yeah. Um, very, like, very selfish. It, it's like, you know, like, for those of you guys who don't know, I'm a police officer. I have my fiance. She's very understanding that sometimes my my responsibilities take precedent. Yeah. And sometimes I don't even have a choice in it. Yeah. So, she, she, you're dating Spider Man, who is and, and is, you know it. It's not like she doesn't know. And he's finally like being accepted by the public and yep. all this stuff, and just like you're you're the worst. I get you're having some problems, and you're you know, supposed to be a supportive girlfriend. But at the same time, Peter's not exactly innocent in that. Like, oh no, 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 he doesn't realize how upset she is, and he's kind of oblivious to it. Yeah, just because he's happy, and the and the kiss too was way out of line with Gwen Stacy. So he uh, the suit. One of the best shots or best scenes is when the suit finally attaches to him. Yeah, and then they do really good with the music in this. The like that really yeah. and it cuts to he's like he wakes up and he's wearing this suit and he's like uh what how'd this happen great shot great yeah, scene. yeah yeah he's he overshoots a building they did that in the in uh, the animated show too same thing where yeah. he wakes up like upside down and it, it's it's just fun and he realizes that the suit not only makes him stronger and more powerful but also he doesn't realize that it's making him more aggressive yeah which results in him killing Sandman, yeah, or at least thinking he did. Great, great scene. The subway fight's fun. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, very emotionally. They powerful. do a lot of fighting with trains. Yeah, they, they, and they do their best work with trains. Yeah, um, <laughs> not a very conductive uh, system though. No. That they have like the different tiers of yeah. trains. That's <laughs> yeah, a lot of work, but uh, visually it's fantastic. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, it's the most emotion Tobey Maguire shows in these movies. Like he is all over, and and sometimes it works, and then other times it doesn't. Yeah, uh, he needs a haircut. Or the emo Peter is just dumb. Yeah, I don't... Why? I don't understand their reasoning behind it. need a visual articulation. The black suit is enough. Yeah, and then just aggressive <laughs> behavior. Yeah. In, in Spectacular Spider-Man and in the animated series, that's all he did. He just acted like a jerk. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, got to, we got to talk about that. I was waiting for him to come out with like a nose piercing. Or <laughs> <laughs> it's not September. Don't wake me up, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. But... um. 
We got to talk about his Saturday Night Fever strut. About how awesome it was? Only in Spider-Verse. <laughs> Uh, so somebody pointed this out to me, and I, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Like the suit enhances the characteristics of its of its host. Yes. Right? At the end of the day, Peter is the biggest nerd. Like even oh, in this yeah, movie, yeah. like in, like she even Mary Jane's like you're such a nerd. Yeah. He's not a he's not a cool guy. He's not socially no, no, no. adept. He's got two friends, one of which is his girlfriend's. Yeah, right. Which is strange because in the comics at college he became very popular. Yeah. Like he kind of let loose. He stopped wearing the the glasses, and he kept wearing the glasses after he got his power, so people wouldn't suspect. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, I, so I get it. Like, if, if all of my characteristics, not just my good ones, but all of them were, were exemplified and I was a giant nerd, then, yeah, I would think that I'm being really cool. And, I'm, and like, the women are not reacting. Like, they're like, ugh. Yeah. So, in that context, the scene makes sense. But, oh, my God, the cringe. Yeah. And then he goes to the dance club. Now, dig on this. Yeah. And apparently he can play piano. <laughs> But uh, the, the scene where he hits Mary Jane, that was intense. Oh, yeah. Because um, you forget how, sh- again, you forget how strong so, Peter Parker yeah. is. Like, he takes out three of those bouncers first. Yeah. Like, without much of a challenge. And then he accidentally smacks Mary Jane. And then she takes him back at the end. Yeah. She's the worst. She's she just is. the worst. Again, it's an... So, let, let's talk about Mary Jane, Dude, then. She should not have been in the movie past the first one. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they didn't do her characterization no. right. Um, and she was done with it. Like, yeah. Kirsten Dunst was so done with it. She's she's hitting this stride of success, she, you know, but now she gets fired from her show. Peter makes out with Gwen Stacy on stage, and he's just like an oblivious jerk. Um, well, and then, it's because of the symbiote. Yeah, well, to, to certain points. Yeah. And she she then macks on Harry after Harry loses his memory. We're going to talk about that next one. <sighs> but, um... Jeez. <laughs> oh, so... One one thing that really bothers me is Harry abducts or like jumps her in the apartment after he gets his memory back. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to tell Peter you're breaking up because there's somebody else you're in love with. So Mary Jane, there is. Mary Jane meets <laughs> Peter on a bridge. He's Spider-Man. Like, just tell him. Just be like, uh, yeah, Harry's evil again. And he told me I had to break up with you. Well, no, because that wouldn't have progressed the movie. It wouldn't have made the movie go. That that's why and they we couldn't have do gotten it. the uh, the ugly Tobey Maguire crying. See, that's that's the thing. Like, I feel like Mary Jane always forgets that Peter Parker is Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> like, like your 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 boyfriend and girlfriend. You you've known this for what at the time three years because of you know there's a two year gap from Spider Man Spider Man two, and you knew in Spider Man that he was, you know, uh, Spider Man. Mm-hmm. And then this one, you like it's been three, he's been it for three years. You've known for all three years that he's Spider Man. I, I no. why not just be like, hey, go beat up Harry for me? Yeah, my dad could beat up your dad. <laughs> Seriously though, like that's all it, that's all it would take. Yeah, like, he's Spider Man. She doesn't know that he's like that. Harry's got any superpowers yeah. or anything with his snowmobile or no his snowboard <laughs> snowboard, which didn't bother me as much as as like yeah, I really think it does, but. Yeah, so let's talk about Harry then, because Harry's Harry's got an interesting arc in this movie. It, I don't think it got the payoff it deserved. No, he they could have done it. Not that they did it bad, mm-hmm. but it could have been done so much better. Oh yeah, absolutely. That, that's the thing. It, it wasn't it wasn't a bad job by them. You know, he's still I 
one of the bright spots out of all three movies. Yeah, so he he puts on the super soldier or the super serum that his father used. Yep. So he's obviously going to go crazy too from yes. it. Um, he's got his own little sn- snowboarder equipment. Like it was very strange aesthetically. Yeah. I like how the mask like opened and closed, yes. but like otherwise it, it's just dumb. Yep. Like if you're going to do it, might as well just do it. Yeah. Go um, all out. Go all out. Don't go halfway. Um, he's got the, the the green laser swords. I will say though that the fights with Harry are, are probably my favorites. The the yeah. fight with him in the alley with, okay. with uh, the unmasked Peter. And, yeah. And it does lead to that twang when he hits the web, and it still <laughs> makes me laugh because just the the sound is the sound, hilarious. Yeah. But uh, the fight with the two of them in the penthouse is is actually oh, a great God, fight yeah. scene. Um, very emotional, and I love the well, line. One of the I, I would say it's probably one of the best fight scenes. Out of all of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, this, you know, he's like, I protected you in high school. Now I'm going to kick your little ass. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's fun. And also, I like when the, when the actors do it. Oh, yeah. Um, it doesn't feel as powerful when they do it because they, there's a couple of shots where, like, when he throws Harry and Harry goes flying. Yeah. Or when Peter's punching and he hits the glass and it shatters. So they're, but, like, they're superhumans. Like, yeah. Things should be, things should be breaking. Oh, yeah. With every punch with every landing of a body mm-hmm. you you would think like that floor would be like broken and yeah everything would be broken but it's just oh only when i punch something it breaks yeah, or if right. i actually throw you through it not if you land on it. if i throw you through it yeah. then it breaks which doesn't make sense i i do like uh when he throws the bomb back at him but if you watch it you could tell toby mcguire's walking just uh just to do the move like yeah it's very stiff it's not very like organic but it's still a, a really cool shot. Oh, yeah. It's like, messes Harry <laughs> up. But apparently Harry's butler knows that Norman Osborn was the Green Goblin. Adam, oh, yeah. I cleaned his wound. You knew this for three years? For three years? So I think the only way I could articulate is that he didn't know Harry was doing this until Harry got injured. And yeah. He, he probably had to help him. But, um, yeah. Oh, God, that's just terrible. Yeah. Oh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be a good guy now. Yeah, right. And you know he goes and he helps Peter to save Mary Jane. <sighs> one of, one of my favorite scenes though is uh, when Spider Man's on the board with him and they're flying down. He's like, "This thing got any more? Hang on to what?" <laughs> it's just it's just a little funny. <laughs> so yeah. and then he ends up sacrificing himself in a nice reverse shot yes. of Norman's death. You know, yep. Norman trying to kill Peter with the glider gets hit. Harry gets hit in the back trying yeah. to save Peter. So. Peter, uh, Harry dies uh, at the funeral. Flash Thompson's there. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Joe Manganiello. But That's funny. Man, man, Mangiello, that guy, Deathstroke. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, let's talk, let's talk about some of the villains in this movie. You want, let, let's talk about, let's talk about Sandman. I was going to say Sandman. He was there just to Sandman was the director's the choice. Uh, Flint, like Sam Raimi wanted Sam. Yeah. And you could tell he got the most writing and character. Yeah. Uh, I, I can do crime because my daughter's sick. You guys don't get it. Uh, visually fantastic. Yes. Uh, his first uh, reconstruction is really, it still holds up yeah. really well. The visuals are fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. The first fight with him and Spider-Man is fun. Yep. Um, even Spider-Man quipping a little because that was always a thing that I, I missed from these movies, the quips. Yes. Um, quip. <laughs> quip. Quit, yeah. quit. I'm the sheriff in these parts. <laughs> uh oh. Yeah, it's you who's out, Gobby. Out of your mind. Oh, oh, got him. But um, that was cold. You know, he's he's got the look from the comics. Yep. Now I'm gonna go back to the spectacular Spider-Man again. So what they did with with Flint Marco and the guy who becomes the Rhino, I forget his name, Alexei Sitsevich. I think that's yeah. Yeah. 
But what they do with that is they make them recurring, uh, almost like a Bebop and Rocksteady. Like throughout the first <laughs> season of Spider-Man, they just constantly yeah. get captured by Spider-Man. Yep. And they finally get their their powers, and they you know they put up a good fight, but they still get captured. But like yeah. it's it's a funny thing, and yeah. I think that's what they wanted to do with the Rhino in Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yep. But um, it just didn't work because they no. they. They don't play the long game. No, no, no. This, this is the era of cinematic universes and franchises yes. where you you introduce a character and then you bring him back oh, yeah. later on. But, um, yeah, so Sandman's there. I didn't really care for him. And I think their problem was they got three of the biggest. Three of, three of the most well-known. Three of the most yeah. well-known villains in one movie. When you could... Like you said earlier, you could have easily done a movie for each one of them, yeah. or you could have done just two. But they decided to squeeze three in there. For what reason? Who knows? Um, but I think that's the problem why this movie does not work. Yeah. No, there's there's another. Well, problem. there there's. Oh, I I just meant like having all three in there and trying to give them all three equal time. Yeah. So let's talk about. The real problem with this movie, and that would be Venom. So yeah, Venom. Oh. Yeah, um, yeah. All right, we're done talking. Yeah, oh God, we should be. <laughs> so Topher Grace, Topher Grace, who like, don't get me wrong, this is like he was at his peak right now. This yeah. seventy show, that seventy show was still going strong, and he left to pursue. Uh, I think it was this role. Like he left to do this movie. Yeah. Great, great choice. Yeah. So in the comics, Eddie's a reporter. Yes. And in the comics, he's not only is he like a jacked dude, like he's like yeah. a really big, muscular kind of guy. He um, he uncovers the identity of a what he thinks is a serial killer, only to be thwarted by Spider-Man, who finds the real serial killer. And Eddie apparently just interviewed somebody who's a chronic uh, uh, chronic liar yeah. about things like this. So basically a crazy person. Yeah. And in that course, Eddie loses his job. He gets diagnosed with cancer. Yeah. He, uh, his wife leaves him. Like it, it's like the world just rains yeah. on Eddie Brock and he blames Spider-Man for it. So in the comics, he goes, eventually goes to a church to, um, pray for death. Yeah. And the symbiote is, I think he was actually going to kill himself. Yeah. And he was just like praying for forgiveness, but the symbiote's there and it, senses how much he hates Spider-Man. In this, he goes to church and he says, he asks God to kill Peter Parker. Yeah. What a whiny brat he is in this movie. And a little creepy. Yeah. Like he goes on one date with Gwen and he tells his, her dad, oh, we're dating. And she's like, we had, we had coffee, Eddie. <laughs> like, it wasn't even dinner. <laughs> yeah. And not the, not the fun, let's get some coffee like in Luke Cage. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so in this movie, he's an, he's a rival photographer and just, swarmy like just oh what a jerk yeah like I, I i like that's why i like tom hardy's eddie brock you rooted for him oh yeah in this like don't get me wrong i don't mind like a a, a fun rivalry yeah but you it took the dark mirror aspect way too far yeah like yeah venom isn't a mirror aspect of spider-man because they have similar powers but they're also very different oh yeah they literally just polar opposite yeah yeah so in this he, J. Jonah Jameson wants to de- defraud Spider-Man. He wants to prove that he's actually a bad guy and he's just, yeah. he's just playing the city. So he says whoever gets the, the first photo of, of Spider-Man doing something he's not supposed to be doing gets the staff job that just opened up here. So Eddie decides he's going to Photoshop after a poor interaction with Spider-Man 
and you know Spider-Man breaks his camera. You yeah. see a chump, but um, what so, a jerk. And then Peter calls him out in front of everybody and proves that he was a fraud. Yeah, loses his job, and that's enough to make Eddie Brock Venom. Uh, don't get me wrong, great scene where he goes into the church. Yeah. And, I don't know how he could tell who Peter Parker was from, you know, seven stories up at a church bell, but uh, the symbiote dropping on him and, you know, that first shot of him with the, I actually like the Venom roar in this. Yeah. Um, his his kind of like snarl. The look was terrible. They, you know, like say what you will about how Venom looks in, in his current incarnation with Tom Hardy. Like I know I, I miss the white spider. I hope that eventually he gets it. Yeah. But, um, he like this the venom in the Tom Hardy movie is intimidating like yeah. scary this is still this is Topher Grace in a black body suit it, it's literally a black Spider-Man suit yeah. um, venom should be a physically imposing force much yeah. bigger than Spider-Man um, you know there there's some he has some nice little lines like oh my spider sense is tingling yeah like I do like the whatever doesn't uh, never wound which can't kill yeah just because I like the, the phrase I don't necessarily like that he says it yeah <laughs> but um, and then he they end up killing Eddie Brock in this. Yeah. Yeah. So the the symbiote he Peter gets the symbiote off, and throws uh, one of Harry's hand grenades at him, and Harry, uh, Brock dies in the process. Yeah. You see his skeleton like light up, and just such a waste. And you can tell that Sam Raimi just didn't care for the character. No. You know it, it was a fan. Fa- Venom's a fan favorite. Oh yeah. To yeah. the point where he's gotten his own movie now, and it's looking like his franchise. And by the way, that's one of the reasons we're doing this episode yep. because as at the date of recording, Venom was supposed to come out yesterday. Yeah. And they moved that to 2021 like everything. everything. COVID's taking everything. Everything. All the movies and, you know, my wedding or whatever. Melanie doesn't listen. It's fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can joke about that. Uh-huh. It's going to be the one time. Yeah, right? But, um... <laughs> oh, it's like, oh, God. wait, you guys did Spider-Man? Let me listen to it. No, 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 no. No, just, no, no. It's, it's broken. Not re- it's not ready. <laughs> but, um... She wasn't ready. <laughs> well done a little Kevin Hart for everybody but um, oh just so bad yeah I, like I said earlier you were just so excited to see Venom and then you didn't see Venom no the Venom was not in this movie no they don't refer to him as Venom nope like just again oh. it, it was literally a black suited Spider-Man yeah that's all it was with that guy from that 70s show yeah they again. This is another character. There are certain certain antagonists that you need to build up yeah. over the course. Like Harry is a great example. They took three movies to make him a bad guy. Yeah. And through natural character progression. And again, I keep going back to some of the older shows, but like the Spider-Man '90s series, they had Eddie Brock in the first episode, mm-hmm. and he gets discredited by Spider-Man. Yeah. And it's like a progression of yeah. just Eddie Brock getting his life ruined by by Spider-Man. They could have easily done. Just him, you know, being called out by Peter Parker. Yeah. And left it at that. And then you at didn't, the, at you the didn't end of the movie, get that tease yeah. of Venom. You know, Venom's That's a, what they should have done. Because Venom's also psychological. He knows everything about Peter Parker. Because yeah. the symbiote knows everything about Peter Parker. Because he was in him. That's or on him. Don't worry about it. But um, Same thing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> just... That's why the Venom movie was surprisingly good because they they embraced a lot more of the Venom aspects. You know, obviously I w- I was hesitant about Venom because I'm Spider Man and Venom. Like yeah. that's that's how it's supposed to go. You don't you don't do Venom before you give Spider Man the black suit. No, but um, I'm curious to see. See, it's really upsetting because we we were talking off air before this um, that Venom was supposed to come out and we still haven't even seen a trailer for it. Yeah, just a couple of production shots and 
Oh, if the, I just hope that the tra- if if Tom Holland is in this new Venom movie, which you know that, that's that's always rumors. Yeah. Um, nothing has ever been set in stone. I hope they don't give it away like they gave away Michael Keaton in Morbius. Oh God. But I think for that they had to. They had to give some sort of hook. I, yeah. Hook because it's Morbius played by the guy who ruined who quote unquote ruined the Joker. That's also just poor. That was poor writing on the and direction yeah. on the Joker. And what people don't understand too about the Joker is that was an actual Joker. What? Like, like I'm saying, like that portrayal of the yeah. Joker is an actual portrayal. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. People are like, that's not the Joker. The Joker's been, now they're doing a, a series in the comics called Three Jokers, where there's three different Jokers yeah. and they're each a different style of Joker from over yeah. the you know Batman's been around for 80 years. Yeah, there's been a lot of different Jokers. <laughs> but um, whatever. Let's do our Star City rating. You want to um, go first? I'm I'm debating on if I want to give this a two. Or 2.5? I'm going to give it a 2 point. Right? It, it's a tough one. Because, like I said, there are aspects of this movie that, that work. Yeah. That, and that I enjoy. Especially the visuals. They, you oh, know, yeah. They really they perfected their crafts. Yeah, the, the whole interaction with the symbiote and everything like that, yeah. that, that was well done. It was like three short films put, tried to put together as one big film. And yeah. it just didn't, it did not cohere. It no. didn't stick. No. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to go with a two, though, just because yeah. it shouldn't be bad. Uh, yeah. I, I think that that's the big downfall of it, mm-hmm. is the fact that there was so much hype around it, especially, yeah. you know, once you mention Venom with Spider-Man, you're automatically yeah. hooking every single person to it. And I think everyone's expectations were like, this is going to be the best one of the three films. Mm-hmm. And it's, I'm going ahead of myself, the worst Spider-Man one. Pretty much. So the thing, the thing about like the MCU, every a lot of places are, or a lot of universes are trying to replicate the MCU. Mm-hmm. You know, DC's tried to do it. Uh, Universal had their dark universe that they were trying to do. The problem is, and you know, the, the, you can kind of relate to it with uh, with these movies is Spider-Man, like the MCU, the the Avengers movies are their big team ups. The individual movies have very little of the other characters. Yeah. That's what makes it work. So if you want to do something huge with Spider-Man, it's better when he's in an ensemble. Yeah. And those movies can be much bigger and grander. And you don't necessarily need a sequel that goes so big. I mean, look at look at these movies. It's one villain, one villain, three villains. Yeah. And you want to add X, Y, and Z emotional storylines and <laughs> like... No, you don't need to, and that—that's a lot of sequels fall into the X Men: The Last Stand, another yeah. good example. Um, but then you get like the Dark Knight trilogy, where they—it's all very, very small storylines. Yeah, so one villain, maybe a secondary antagonist, but like, it's not—it's not the Justice League. No, it's not Batman fighting his entire Rogues Gallery, yeah. which yeah would be cool, and they did it for like the Arkham games. But, yeah, yeah. You know, in all honesty, with Spider Man, the problem is they—they they went. They typical sequelitis. Yeah, we went too big. Yep, too much. Keep the story smaller. You can introduce yeah. new characters that you sprinkle that you know maybe you down give the little road. hints. Yeah, like they they little were watering. Egg they were watering the seeds of uh, the lizard for a while. Yeah, and he's in this movie, and there's a lizard in the background, and it's like yeah. ha ha ha. But yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go with the two because okay. it should it shouldn't be a bad movie. No, it, so, it, yeah, yeah, that's the biggest downfall. Well, up next we get a we get we're starting to improve now. You know, we got rid of the Spider-Man three because trash. It, it was considered to be a financial. It, it it made money. 
Oh, well, yeah, because everyone went to go see it because of... Myself included. I went yeah. to go see it at IMAX when it first came out. Yeah, because you were like, well, the second one was amazing. No, uh-huh. these are the amazing oh. ones. Just shoot. The, the second one was awesome. They tried really hard. Yeah. You know, Spider-Man 2 was awesome, amazing. And then you were like, can only get better, especially since Venom's here. You know, you're getting all these new characters, mm-hmm. and that's why everyone wanted to see it. And then I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know the numbers, but I wouldn't be surprised after, you know, opening weekend or even the following week if it dropped big time once the reviews came out. Yeah, that, that's because that was back when word of mouth was so big. Yeah, um, and just like you watch that movie, it went. It was like huge opening weekend, and every movie drops down. Yeah, you know, it's just the way that it works. But because the the fans who are going to see it are going to see it the yeah, first weekend. But this fell off a cliff. It fell off a cliff, and just it, yeah. And then then Sam Raimi just had problems with the studios. You know, Marvel Studios has always yeah. been tricky. This was before Marvel Marvel Studios, though. Yeah, and Sony, like it, he just he wanted to come back with. Uh, they wanted the Vulture. They wanted, uh, I think Anne Hathaway was cast as uh, Black Cat, mm-hmm. but they were going to make her into Vultress or something. Like, they yeah. had some weird ideas they were going to play. Yeah. The, the comic fans were already pissed enough. Let's not yeah. let's not change that much. <laughs> but let's talk about the amazing spider Man. Yeah. You want to do this, sequ- this synopsis, or you want me to? Well, we'll take it away. Uh, Go um, for it. Oh, okay. So... Uh, <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man was released on July 3rd, 2012, and it focused on Peter Parker, played by Andrew Garfield now, developing his abilities in high school and his relationship with Gwen Stacy. He fights the lizard, the monstrous form of Dr. Kurt Connors, his father's former partner and scientist at Oscorp. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to address what I don't like about these two movies first so we can just get it out of the way. Okay. We don't care about Peter's parents. No. We don't. No. Um... The first movie, they, they try and make it like some grand mystery, and then the, the, the quote-unquote payoff is just, oh, I created those super spiders with my DNA. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Is there more? <laughs> yeah, right? Um, in the comics, ridiculous. you find out that they were that Peter's parents were agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at yeah. some point. Like It depends on the story. Sometimes they're agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., sometimes they're spies, um, sometimes they're discredited and you know, killed off. Like there's, they've done, they've been yeah. brought back in the comics, but, um, we didn't care. We didn't want to know. You no. don't need to add a layer to, um, no, to Peter Parker's backstory. The it, only one you need to know about is uncle Ben. Yeah. So let, let's, well, let's talk about, we'll talk about Andrew Garfield first. Yeah. So they, they went with a very different Peter Parker. He's, yes. he's still nerdy and he's very, he's genius. Like, and you yeah. see him, he builds things. Which is why when he eventually makes his own web shooters, I like seeing the, the oh yeah the his his process of making his suit yes. and um and making the web shooters like it doesn't always go right like he yeah. gets shocked and they do it again in the second movie with the electricity yeah um which is fun we'll talk about that but um you know he's he's a little bit more cool confident like he skateboards around but at the same time he's still nerdy a, a nerdy yeah. wimp like he tries to stand up for the kid that Flash is picking on and Flash ends up decking him hard yeah. Um, but it shows it's Peter Parker's character. Like yeah. he, he'll still stand up for the the small fry, even though he's going to get his butt kicked. Yeah. Um, you know they go through the the whole the, the parents thing kind of drives him to Oscorp when he finds out that his dad worked there and finds out that what his dad was doing. So he ends up sneaking in, and as you can expect, he gets bit by a spider that's what? genetically enhanced. <laughs> and 
you know, again, I mentioned it when we were talking about the other Spider-Man movies. It's a great, there's a lot of great montages in this movie. Yeah. Him discovering his powers. Um, I think they did it better than they did in the Tobey Maguire movies because he just jumps to being Spider-Man after yeah. graduation. Like, you know, they do the great scene though with him confronting the killer. Yeah. But um, this Spider-Man is definitely a little bit more quippy. He, you know, the scene where the, the guy pulls a knife, he's like, oh my God, is that a knife? It's a small knife, my weakness. <laughs> Like they, a little malicious though. Yeah. A little, little sadistic. Yeah. Um, they did a lot more practical stuff with this too. I remember seeing set videos of him on the harness and they're swinging him under the bridge yeah. when he's running from the cops. I also like that too. Spider-Man's a vigilante. Yeah. He's not, he's not like Superman or Batman even where he works with the police. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed, and then you could see him and Captain Stacy kind of going at each other during the dinner, which was yeah. Good. Um, let's talk, let's talk his costume. We're going to talk about costumes at the end. Yeah. And he thought, it's very different. Even different from the comics. It's definitely grittier. Yeah. I I wasn't too big of a fan of this one. Yeah. Um, But but I do like it because it's kind of more like his. Like he, you, like, like you he, can see him making yeah, it. Yeah. That was the, you know, he he made it. Yeah. You know, so I, I kind of like that aspect. It looks like it, if someone was to make a Spider-Man costume, that's and how you they see the natural it. progression. First, yeah. it's just him. He's not wearing a mask. And then, like, I think one of the thugs he gets into a fight with, like, points out. He's like, I've seen your face. I know who you are. I'm going to yeah. find you. Because after Uncle Ben... I actually preferred Uncle Ben's death in this. Yeah. Where he's, like, trying to do the right thing. Yep. After Peter failed to do the right thing. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with him not actually saying great power, great responsibility. Because no. in the comics, he doesn't. He never said it. Uh, Peter says it afterwards. He's yeah. like, I, and I finally realized that with great power, I, I also have great responsibility. Um, in more recent interpretations, he said it, but yeah. in the original, he didn't. But um, yeah, like Uncle Ben and Aunt May are, were fun in this movie. I hated Aunt May in the second movie, where she's a nurse. We yeah. don't care because they were pushing like this whole big Spider Verse. They wanted to give her her own movie. I'm like, yeah, who wants? That? Who 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 cares about that? Well, apparently the same people that would go see a Minions movie after Despicable Me. Oh, oh well, that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Puss in Boots after Shrek. Well, that's awkward. Again. Oh man, this is rough. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry, buddy. I didn't see I'm, either. <laughs> I'm gonna leave now. I'll be upstairs. <laughs> but um, so I I actually really like Andrew Garfield. I like his portrayal. Him and him and Emma Stone. I guess they were dating at the time. Yeah. They have great chemistry. Yes. The, the scene where like it's like I was just touching up your phone. Oh, you're touching stuff up. And like and they're just giggly and they're yeah. like really just good stuff. And you know her character's fine. She's not a she, again. She's not a damsel in distress. Thank God. Thank God. Like, she actively helps. Yeah. And in the second movie, it's a point of, of the plot. And yes. It, uh, yeah, it does lead to her death, like, as, you know, she dies in the comics. Yeah. But I, I think Gwen Stacy was a better character than Mary Jane was. 100,000 million percent. We also had um, Kurt Connors, played by Reese Efans. I don't know if that's how you actually say it. I've always, I, I know who he is. I, like, Reese I'm, Rice, Reese. I think it's Reese Efons. Reese Efons. Reese Efons. Reese Efons. Only fans, but um, so <laughs> yeah. I think they rushed the lizard a little bit. Yeah. They they kind of gave him that Jekyll and Hyde type thing, which I don't have a problem. Oh, with. Oh no no no. Um, and obviously like he's missing an arm. Like I can under you can understand. Yeah. Um, there's some great shots of him with reflections and mirrors. Um. Yeah, and he, you know, he and Peter developed that kind of mentor-mentee relationship. I think it was better with Doc Ock, yeah, arguably. But um, Peter helps him. I don't want to say perfect his formula, but get get the intentional effect done. Yeah, and just as he's losing his funding too, 
So he decides I'm going to forego How all convenient because apparently Norman Osborn is dying. Yeah, yeah, which we find out in the second, which we actually see in the second movie. Yes, we do see it. Um, so he rushes to perfect this lizard formula that would help him regrow his arm, and he tests it on himself. And we all know where this is going. I love the scene on the bridge with their first fight. It is, I, I love. He catches all the cars. He because he's also trying to save people. You know, a lot of times in these movies. You know, you don't see them trying to save people as much. They're no. just fighting the bad guy. Yeah. Age of Ultron did it really well on Sokovia, yes, where they're they like constantly trying to save yeah. people while fighting the robots. But um, then you watch, like, as much as I love Man of Steel, he doesn't save a whole lot of people. Like, he saves no. people in it, but he does not save a whole <laughs> lot. Just, you know, Spider Man is actively trying to help people still. Yeah. And you're just scene, going for, you know. Him with the kid is a great scene where he takes off his masks. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, you know, put it on, it'll make you strong. And, you know, it, some great shots. And then, like, you get a little payoff with the construction worker. And you're sitting worker. there and you're going, I wish that was me. I did. <laughs> and I was, like, 27 when this movie came out. But, um... Yeah, 2012. Oh, oh dang. Yeah, I was about 25. 26? I don't know how old... I'm 33. I can't do math. <laughs> but, um... You're 25. It was my don't bir- worry. Yeah. I'll do this. Thanks, I'll man. do the math for Appreciate us. Appreciate <laughs> you. But, um... So... They don't act. They 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 kind of allude to that this the stuff's messing with Kurt Connor's mind. Yeah, they have some great. I don't the the sewer fight scene is okay, but the the scene in the high school is a lot of fun. Um, you know he's like doing his quips and he it's a very like you see him like crawling around yeah. and and sh- using the webs a lot more. I I thought it was great. And Gwen Stacy tries to hit him with the, with the trophy <laughs> again. Gwen's trying. She's yeah. trying her best. And he's like, I'm going to throw you out the window now. What? Yeah. <laughs> Spider-Man throws her out and catches her. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that, that fight scene was a lot of oh, fun. Yeah. And Stan Lee. Um, <sighs> it, that, that one's a great Stan Lee cameo. Oh, God, yeah. We didn't even talk about the Stan Lee cameos. Well, the no. first movie, it's a blink and you miss it. Yeah. Second one, too, he pulls somebody out. And then the third one, he actually has dialogue. Yeah. I think it was the first time or one of the first times he had a full dialogue. But, um, yeah, so he decides he's going to turn the entire world into lizard people. I mean, I would, I'd be okay with that. I, I can understand <laughs> it. Like, I understand his, his rationale. Because like, he thinks that it's a, it's an evolution of the species. Yeah. Because um, look at him. Technically, he's better. He's got yeah. his, his arms. He's re, he's constantly regenerating now. Like, I, I can understand. And you know what? It, it's not your normal, what does everyone else want to do? Take, take over, over the world. Take over the world. He wants to, he he, wants he just stole. wants to improve the world. In, a, in his mind, he wants to improve the world. Mm-hmm. So that that's where it's almost like... Is he really a villain? I mean, yeah, you're trying to change people, but again, he's not saying like, "Oh, I want to rule over everyone." Like, no. I'm going to be. I want to bring a humanity yeah. forward. Yeah. So, Spider-Man obviously he thwarts him, but in the process, Gwen's father dies. Um, it's funny because in the comics, it was actually the opposite. Gwen, uh, Captain Stacy was a big uh, supporter of Spider-Man. Yeah. And he dies from rubble falling during Spider-Man and Doc Ock are having a fight, and Gwen blames Spider-Man. Yeah. Not knowing that he was Peter. So in this, it's it's a little dynamic flip, but yeah. at the same time, like, you know, he tells him he's like, you got to be careful and you got to protect the people. Like, there's a great the the fight scene with uh, the cops when Spider Man's trying to run yeah. from them and he's not actively trying to fight them, but you know, and then he, he ends up fighting them. He breaks the gun in half with his bare hands. Yeah, this Spider Man's much. I think this Spider Man's much stronger, stronger. than, than Tobey yeah. Maguire's Spider Man. You know, obviously Tobey Maguire. He looks it too. Star- yeah, he's very lean. Yeah, very lean. Like obviously Tobey Maguire stops the train. But like this, Spider-Man does some great strength feats. The, yeah. the cop car in the second one, when he catches, <laughs> when he it's flipping and he lands on it first, yeah. and then whips with it. Oh, that's that's. I'm glad you're not one of those cops that rides a horse. <laughs> but um, so 
that's a great scene with the the cops and yeah. and you know Stacy's like all right you do what you got to do go save the day yeah and uh, the crane operator whose kid he saved that was fun too I like yeah. it's cheesy so there were, there were a couple like aw movements yeah. in this one and then Dennis Leary dies he gets <laughs> stabbed by a lizard yeah but um Peter ends up saving the day Kurt Connors has a change of heart. Because, you know, he gets cured. So I'm yeah. sure it affects the, whatever was affecting his mind. And it's a great shot. He uses the arm that's, like, like yeah. decaying away to catch Peter and, and pull him back up. Everything affects the mind in every single Everything. one of these. Except for Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what gets injected into your body, it affects your brain and turns you bad. Yep. Yep. Pretty much. So, Star City rating for The Amazing Spider-Man? Um, 3-5. I think I'll agree with that. It's yeah. it's solid. Um, it is, you it, know, it was a good start to potential start to a franchise. Yeah, um, but let's and, and, and yeah, better characters. Yeah, and uh, I think a little bit your your main characters were a lot better. It's than, aged better, yes. especially visually. Yeah, than uh, the Raimi's ones. Yeah, the Raimi ones were a little bit more on the cheese side. And but, we're, we'll move on. We'll finish up with. Um, someone's getting a little giddy over here. Uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, so this film takes place two years after the first one. Peter Parker has now graduated from high school, continues his crime-fighting duties as Spider-Man while combating the electricity-manipulating Electro, played by Jamie Foxx. And during all this, he's rekindling his relationship with Gwen Stacy and encountering his old friend Harry Osborn, played by Dane DeHaan, who is slowly dying from a genetic disease. Dun, dun, dun. So, if you don't know by now, this is the main reason why we're doing this. Yes. Is because it has been confirmed that we will be getting Electro again. Again, played by Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Apparently he's not going to be blue. Oh, darn. Not really. Good choice. That was the biggest thing that yeah. I was waiting for. <laughs> um, but how do you feel about bringing him back? Let's start with this. Uh, it depends on how they do it. Yeah. So, you know, Spider-Verse was super successful and yes. a celebration of Spider-Man and the mythos and, you know, introduced their own little Sony multiverse. Sony's been trying to build a Spider-Man franchise on its own. And yeah. it tried it with these two movies and it just, again, too much. Yes. Too, too much. Um. I think if they want to bring Jamie, Jamie, I have no problem with Jamie Foxx's Electro. Yeah. Um, let, let's talk about Jamie. Let's talk about his character in this movie, and yeah. then we'll talk about where we want to see him because um, he's a weird guy. Yeah. Like in the beginning of the movie, he talks to himself. He's he's very socially awkward, but he's at the same time that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, he's a weird guy, yeah. but like that's that's a person we all know a person like that or have seen a person like that. That's just. Why are you staring at me? I because we're talking on a podcast, oh, okay. buddy. <laughs> this is why we we have to do podcasts with each other. We can't yeah. do it by ourselves. <laughs> Some people make a great living that way, but um, he's a weird guy. Spider Man saves him in the beginning. Arguably one of my favorite Spider Man uh, scenes. Yeah, that beginning scene where he's saving yes. people um, and chasing after uh, Rhino. <laughs> but um, you know, with all because they really embrace the quippiness and the the. This is a very comic accurate Spider Man. Yeah. This is where where you would see Tom Holland Spider Man in a few years. Yeah, but um, so Jamie Foxx after you know Spider Man saves birthday. him. It's his birthday. <laughs> now I'm gonna light my candles. But after he uh, 
gets saved by Spider-Man and he becomes obsessed with him, which is which would happen in a oh, world yeah. of superheroes, especially if you get personally... And Spider-Man makes it personal. He's like, you know, you're my eyes and ears, Max. Yeah. It's on your name tag. Like, that's the kind of interaction that Spider-Man would have with, yeah. with somebody. Or even when he's swinging by, he's like, hello, pedestrians. Yeah. Like, that... <laughs> they really nail the character of oh, Spider-Man yeah. in this movie, and it's a shame that the plot did not... Or the script did not go well with no. Um, But... Uh, what did you think of the visualization of Electro in this? Uh, looking back on it, again, I mean, this was six years ago. So at the time, I thought it was pretty good, minus the blue. You didn't like blue Electro? It was very Ultimate Comics. Because in the original uh, yeah. comics, he wears the green and yellow spandex and yeah. the giant lightning crown head thing. Yeah. I, I'm just, I don't know. The, the blue, I think, was a little too much. Yeah, I, I actually liked it because it yeah. looked very, it looked alive. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it, a lot of people were like, he looks like Dr. Manhattan. I was like, if you look at Dr. Manhattan, he's one solid, solid. color. Yeah. Like this, you see things Different moving things. around. Yeah. Blue, uh, purple, mean, it, it, yellow. Yeah. Like it, it was done well. I loved his voice, the voice yes. effects. I love good voice effects. Yeah. And they added like the really deep bass. Yes. Um, the scene where they pull him out of the water after he got captured and he does his monologue. I oh, it still gives me chills. I also like when characters say who they are. Like yeah. you know, I'm Batman. You know, I'm Batman. when he he's it's it's weird how he says it. He's like, don't yeah. you know? I'm Electro. Like what? <laughs> Where did, <laughs> what why you, would we know? Are that? you rapping right now? Yeah, but I I still I love that scene. Yeah, and, and Times Square scene. Times Square is oh, my fa- yeah. I will say is my favorite Spider-Man scene. You know, okay. When fir- I, I I can you can see why, I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Like when he first gets there, he's like he tries to talk Electro down, and yeah. the cops back off. They're like, "This is out of our league." Yeah. But then one accidentally fires around because he thinks Electro's you know going crazy. Yeah. And again, you get the car flip scene and all that. Yes. And Spider-Man still tries to stop him. Like he's like, "No, please, like stop." Gets one of his web shooters damaged and still manages. Like they do uh, the really cool slow mo with the spider yeah. sense. And I don't know why I love him with the fireman's hat. <laughs> and he's like high fiving all the firemen yeah. who he knows by name. I'm like, yeah. that's like Big John, Tony. Like, yeah. But that's also ripped right out of the comics. You can yeah. see it happening. Oh, yeah. But oh, the music too. So the music was done, uh, they, usually with a lot of soundtracks, they do like the title is um, Whatever's Happening. Yeah. Like usually it's a line or something like that. This one's called My Enemy. And it is fantastic. You hear in the song, you hear the voices that he's hearing in his head. He's not, yeah. he's crazy. And it's only gotten worse. Yes. Like, like any normal person would be. So it's just, oh, well, yeah, because now he's got power. So his brain gets worse. Yeah. And he, like, you even see him, like, he's desperate. He's like, yeah. I don't know what's going on with me. Like, he, like he, the, the thing I like about him is the fact that he didn't want this. Yeah. He just, and he's you know, a nobody. And everybody else kind of wanted this villain role. Like, they, purposely injected themselves and everything with the exception of Venom you know he didn't purposely yeah. want it but everyone else is like oh I want to be a bad guy or they already Not were I want to be a, a bad, bad guy, guy. It's just, I want to be better and yes. then it turns into him was it was just a freak accident yeah. power corrupts you know yeah but um, like even like Spider-Man's like why don't we go we'll, we'll talk we'll sit down we'll talk and he's like yeah and he accidentally stops on the puddle yeah. and that's what causes the cops to fire and that's what unfortunately you know exasperates and it's such a great scene yeah um, and then they ruin it. Like, they just ruin it. And yeah. It turns into, well, they stole my my plans for the power grid, which he does mention in the beginning of the movie, oh, to, yeah. to Mr. Smythe, who is another yeah. character from the comics named Alistair Smythe, who, supervillain, makes the spider slayers a bunch yeah. of robots. But, um, so, he's like, I'm gonna, you know, he teams up with Harry, who we're gonna talk about in a second, um, and 
I'm going to take over the power grid. I'm going to control everything. I'm going to be a god. And one of my favorite lines, a god named Sparkles? <laughs> they have their fight, and Electro seemingly dies. Yeah. Gets over, overpowered. And, you know, because there's a great scene of him playing around with electrics. Yeah. Which is weird. He already beat Electro. I don't know why he needs to do it now, but... um he's doing all the experiments he keeps getting shot Andrew yeah. Garfield has a really good expression especially yeah. considering he's he's British he's got a British accent yeah but um, like the the web lights on fire he's like ah. <laughs> I was cleaning the chimney we don't have, we a, have chimney. a chimney what, what? <laughs> yeah so let so and then Electro dies but uh, well, I'm curious to see how they're going to bring him back yeah and, and what they're going to do and if it's the well, same Max Dillon or if, like did he come from another dimension was he captured upon arrival like or if it's just going to be an alternate universe, like that, we or, understand that now. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it's just because technically it's not even the same Spider-Man. Maybe it's a just. It's it has just no. A, yeah, they it's can do, like, uh, do whatever they want, really. With like Electra. Crisis on Infinite Earths, yeah. where Superman looks like Brandon Routh in one universe. Yeah. Like we, the common movie goer can understand it yes. at this point. Um, we got Dane DeHaan playing Harry Osborn, the most rushed thing ever. Yeah, I would have been. I like Dane DeHaan. Like he, he was hot off Chronicle. He had, he's had some trouble since trying yeah. to like find his niche. Well, I think because of this. Yeah, I think this movie kind of. You know, you know, once once you have a bad role, you kind of, and, and you're not a big name. Yeah. You're kind of kinda. shunned. He, almost, he was you know? he was hot though, and then yeah. like this and uh, Valerian, I think it was called this the yeah. city of a, pla- a thousand planets or something like that. Um, yeah, he just kind of started starring in stinkers. Yeah. But um. I loved him and, Harry, and Peter's relationship. Oh, they, yeah. They, it was very natural, very organic, and it, you feel like they did have a history. Yes. And some and their scenes together, especially in the beginning, are, are some of my favorite character-wise. Yeah. But if they had just ended the movie with him finding out that Peter was Spider-Man and like just being like, yeah. hey, we're going to start experimentation on this DNA sample, and then it just ends, and then the next movie, make him the Green Goblin whatever yeah that would have been a much better choice but now they're like no no we gotta do it now yeah we, we have five minutes left go he has to make the sinister six yeah no no slow your roll i don't mind that they showed the vaults with all the sinister six stuff and yeah. you know the vulture suit the rhino suit and all that, that was cool yeah it was it was fun but um if they had just waited introduce harry then the next movie make make norman be alive too yeah like you can do whatever you want they apparently in the original ending norman's head was on display in that vault, like in a like a cryo tube or something yeah. like that. Um, I don't know if he was actually still alive or if they were just preserving it. But mm-hmm. and then obviously, uh, uh, apparently, Shailene Woodley was also supposed to be in this movie as Mary Jane. She oh, shot really? she, she shot scenes and everything. Wow, yeah. did not know that. She would have been a good choice. She's another yes. actress who just kind of fizzled though. Yeah, really bad. It's a shame. And you know what? I gotta give them props too. They they gave us high school looking people. Oh yeah, they look. I mean, they're still much older. They're but still they look older, younger. but they at least looked it yeah. unlike. You and know, and they the definitely look like college kids at yes. this point. Uh, we have Gwen Stacy played again by Emma Stone, who yep. they do kill off, and oh, it's oh, it's gut wrenching. Yeah, I, I do love the visualization of the web becoming a hand. Yeah. and trying to catch her. That's you know, but you you kind of knew it was gonna happen. Yeah. and you know, it, Peter goes through his little depression, and as much as people rag on the last scene with the rhino, which. Yeah, they introduced the rhino and oh god, and like the was mo- it the money five shot. seconds. Yeah, the money shot played by um uh what's his name Paul. Uh, I should know this. I don't, I don't know Paul, but uh, oh, that's it, a great question. Yeah, that, that's really oh god, we're the yeah. worst. Yeah, I believe in you. You can figure it out. Yeah, because Google's right here. Giamatti, 
Paul Giamatti. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's barely in it and more just a setup. Yeah. For and nothing. <laughs> I did, like, don't get me wrong. I, I the again, we go with the montages. It, that kid that's at the end was a kid he saved. Yeah. Um, there's a great montage of Spider Man, you know, doing, and I like when every time he opens up his closet door, the costume's like messed up in different yeah. ways. Like, one's he's got a fish, one he's covered in like seaweed. Like, it's, it's all funny. Yeah. But, um, the bullies are picking on the kid and breaking his science project and Spider-Man drops down. The bullies all back off and he helps him fix it and he walks him home. Like, that's just, that was a great, and during that, the reporters are talking about how, what a menace he could potentially yeah. be. And, oh God, just that, that scene gets me. Anything with superheroes and kids is always really powerful. Yeah. And the kid tries to stop the rhino and Spider-Man swings in and, <laughs> oh, but, and then the cops give, give him the bullhorn and yeah. he starts talking and then they've ruined it by ending it Rocky Three style. Yeah. Just you didn't you didn't earn it, guys. You didn't earn it. That was ter- terrible by them. But that's the amazing Spider-Man two in yeah. in a nutshell. Um, you want to do your Star City rating? Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh All right. So here here's my problem. The it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Yeah. But I also recognize that it's not a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters are great. The visualizations are great. It is a comic accurate Spider-Man. To the point where, you know, we hadn't seen it this time. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a four, but I also realize it's probably a three. Okay. Interesting. Because the the Richard and Mary Parker stuff was just dumb. Yeah. If they had just started the movie with him being Spider-Man, like that shot of the logo, and then it turns into his costume as he's like dropping. Yeah. Like, just sort of start there. <laughs> I don't need a 12 minute uh, yeah. plane fight. I don't yeah. need him to. It it led to nowhere. So yeah, that's my tirade. Um, you know what? I'm actually kind of surprised you're saying that. I thought you would just kept it at a solid four, but saying that it could be a three because I I think this is a four. If anything, really? a three five. Really? Okay. So so I have this kind of tied with Spider-Man Two. We both gave Spider-Man Two a four. Um, I I can see a four, maybe a three five. This, you is, know, this is a Batman versus Superman. Yeah, because again, it's one of those that it was really, really, really good. There's so many good things in it. Parts, yeah. But then there were some parts where you're like, that was the stupidest thing you could have done. Yeah. If they had just taken you know? out the, the Mary and Richard Parker stuff, and if you want to introduce Rhino, cool. Introduce Rhino. But again, same thing with Harry Osborn. Save it. Yeah. There's yeah. no rush. Yeah. That that That's the downfall. That's why... I, I could I could do a three five. I'll, I'll go with the three five, because um, again, if I'm comparing Amazing Spider-Man two to Spider-Man two, my opinion Spider-Man two is better. So well, the thing about this movie that that I love is, like in Spider-Man two, I didn't like the Peter Parker stuff, but I liked the Spider-Man stuff, or vice versa, whatever yeah. it was. In this movie, there are great moments of both. Both. Yeah. So one of my favorite scenes is when Peter quote-unquote, realizes everything about his parents and Gwen's walking down the street and he swings like as normal and he hits the wall. He's like, oh, yeah. oh God. And he's like all <laughs> frantic and they're walking and they're walking. She's like, I can't talk about this. They're in the British consulate and Peter realizes, he's like, where where are we? Yeah. Oh, she's, fant- I'm from Oxford and we want, cheerio, God, this queen <laughs> and my, yeah. Oh, like I said, it's so many great moments dampered by a yeah. bad script. Yeah. All right, so why don't we finish up? Um, we're going to finish up. Let's do our ranking out of all five. Okay. All right, so from top to bottom. Top to bottom. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2, 
this is all this is for us. It's yes. not you know based on critical opinions yeah, yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Amazing Spider-Man two, Spider-Man two. I want to say Spider-Man Spider-Man one and the Amazing Spider-Man one are also tied for me. Okay. I either you can go either way with them because they're very similar. Yeah. Um, if guns in my head, it would be Amazing Spider-Man two, Spider-Man two, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man, and then Spider-Man three. All right. Um, fair. I I for me. I would go Spider-Man 2, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then Spider-Man, obviously Spider-Man The dumpster 3. fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, again, it's one of those, the twos could be flip-flopped, mm-hmm. and then the ones can be flip-flopped. That's fair. Around. I'll, but I'll allow if it. anyone ever has three higher than any of those other four, yeah, yeah I don't know what you're thinking. <laughs> Uh, I think we also wanted to talk rank rank the suits. Yeah, we'll, we'll rank we'll rank the what's there. There's four four suits, suits right? Four suits. Two for each one. Pretty much, yeah. Right, basically. So um, you want to go first this time, or you want me to? You you go first. I'll have you go first. Yeah. My number one. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man two suit. It is yes. beautiful. Yes. It is exact. It rips from the comics. Yeah. Big eyes, the colors, the it ripples, all that stuff. That uh, then the Raimi suit. And then, amazing Spider-Man suit, and then the black suit. Uh, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Um. It, that that one's tough. Amazing Spider-Man two for sure. You know, I I think the black suit. The problem with the black suit, it could have been no. It could have been number one, maybe number two, had it just looked more yeah, comic accurate. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But I, I I agree with your order in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I think the last thing we want to touch... I know we're going a little long, guys. Sorry. Yeah. We got excited. That's right. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about the Sinister Six. and Because Sony's still pushing that hard. Yeah. So the Sinister Six in the comics were exactly what they sound like. Six, six villains who teamed up to defeat Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Sony wanted to make it. And you could see it in this movie especially. You know, yeah. Harry's like, I want to keep this group small. Like this was their setup for Sinister Six and it was a poor setup. Yeah. But um, so right now with Jamie Foxx returning... They're, they're, the rumor mill is is swinging hard. Yeah. So you and I talked beforehand about what a potential Sinister Six would look like. Yeah. So I think you and I both agreed that it looks like it's going to be, we said, Vulture yep. coming back, Scorpion, who they introduced in Spider-Man Homecoming, and Morbius, yep. because they did show the Michael Keaton crossover, Mysterio, yeah. Jamie Foxx's Electro, and I think there was one, who was the last one we were talking about? That's a great question. That is a great question. I don't think Shocker. It, Shocker. Shocker. Yes. Coming back. So that looks like it's going to be, because Venom's never, I think Venom's been in the Sinister Six. Uh, Green Goblin's never been in it because no. he's like, I'm going to kill Spider-Man on my own. Yeah. Losers. Very similar uh, to like the Joker. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like if we get a Sinister Six, I kind of wouldn't be surprised if it comes in the, maybe in a few years and you have... Venom come help Spider-Man. Either Venom has to come help or Spider-Man has to go help with Carnage. Yeah. Or this would be the perfect time to do a live action Spider-Verse. Yeah. We're going to talk about Spider-Verse at some point. Um, I yeah. know we didn't mention it here, even though it does take into account all the continuity. Yeah. Um, we will talk, definitely talk about it yes. at some point and when the sequel comes out. But if they want to do a live action Spider-Verse, I am That would be awesome. So down. Get a little Spider-Pig. I would love... a Spider-Pig. <laughs> but I would love... You get the, the three original Spider-Man actors yep. to face off against the Sinister Six. 
That would be that great. Would be, that would. Yeah. I'd be totally okay with it. Um, you don't have to do exactly like the animated one did. No. But that kind of crossover, I'm so down. Oh yeah. Um, plus, I, I'm sure Andrew Garfield would definitely come back. He is such a Spider-Man fan. Yeah. Um, one of the best things is when he went to Comic Con dressed up as Spider-Man yeah. and did a great speech. And oh, it was a great Comic Con moment. But uh, I don't know about Tobey Maguire. He's probably the only one that I'd be worried about. He'd be too old. Might be too old, yeah. But yeah. it would give you a chance to see. Unless you get, you would have to get. I feel like a younger Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> he was supposed to take over as there was yeah. rumors uh, when Tobey Maguire yeah. after Spider-Man Two, he hurt his back and stuff like that. But um, I would love to see it. It'd be great that yes. you got that seasoned Spider-Man in, in Tobey Maguire, that veteran. He could be like kind of like the old curmudgeon-y one. Yeah. And then you got Andrew Garfield, who's kind of in the peak of his Spider-Man career, and Tom Holland, who's just starting off. Starting and off, yeah. Also, would help them deal with the uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man being outed as Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, but I'm Peter Parker. I'm standing right here, yeah. and Spider-Man's swinging by. Yeah. What? Yeah, no. I, I think it'd be cool if you get Spider-Man to help with Carnage, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, you owe, you owe me a favor. Yeah. Um, and then when the Sinister Six comes out, you see Venom come in, not at the beginning, maybe towards the end to kind of help out. Yeah. I think that would be, be awesome. Fun. Nobody kills Spider-Man but me yeah. type thing. So we would love to hear your thoughts. Yes. On uh, potential crossovers, Sinister Six, even these original movies. Give us your Star City ratings. Yeah, definitely. Uh, how can they do that? So the best way to do it is on Facebook. You can find us at the Multiverse Fancast. You can also find us wherever you find podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. We're on all of them. You just type in the Multiverse Fancast. You can also find our website, The Misfit Faction, where you can also get links to all of our other podcasts in The Misfit Faction Podcast Network, which includes, if you want to hear some more Ronnie, Laces Out, a sports podcast. If you want to hear some more me, you can hear uh, Cinematic Adventures, which is a movie podcast. And we also link to uh, a bookstagram by my fiance called Bibliophiles Assemble, which is in the process of getting its own podcast as well. Yes, we're excited. Yeah. Well, this has been quite the adventure. It's been pretty amazing. Oh, I hate you so much. I watched it happen. <laughs> uh, I knew I knew you were waiting for it. That's I why was I was not waiting I, for it. I, I had to do it. I had to do it. Punch um, so hard at the end. Yeah. Well, you got to. That's how you got to end. You got to end with the pun. I thought it was a, I thought it was spectacular. Oh. Uh, I'm just kidding. That was pretty good. It I'll was, give you that. It wasn't the superior Spider-Man. Yeah, right. Uh. <laughs> uh, well, it was kind of original though. Uh <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was Batman. Oh, I, oh, I messed it up. Darn. Why'd you say that name? <laughs> oh, right. yeah, we did do that. <laughs> We're getting delirious. Oh, uh, okay. all right. Yeah, let's just end it here. Um, as always, I'm Ronnie. And I'm Paul. And we'll be back in a flash. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>